The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Chicka chicka wow wow. Chicka chicka wow wow. Welcome to porn edition of Mind Pump Radio. Yeah, wow, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh. oh my god. <laughs> you know my you know my dad tried to share Mind Pump with a friend of his. Okay. And no. he picked the wrong episode. <laughs> and it he my mom was telling me a story, and I guess we were doing like sex sounds and shit. And oh you know, like my god. <laughs> and my dad, who's not like super tech savvy, like tried to shut his phone off, but then you know how the, the, the podcast keeps playing. Oh my god. I was so embarrassed. Did he like turn <laughs> it up louder? I'm like, Dad, you're yeah. not proud of me, are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the one where I'm like, that oh! was one of those. Yeah. yeah. My my sister just told me that she uh, watches the or she listens whenever she needs a smile. She goes back to I think it's episode one sixty three. I think that's what she said. The beginning. Yeah. The Arctic breeze. So, Arctic, oh, breeze. Arctic yeah. breeze. We might we might Arctic have to resurrect breeze. that, dude. Yeah. It's been a while since you've mm. done that. We well, do it. listen, our uh, our RGB bundle promotion is still going on. Uh, it will be ending this month. After this month, we're not having it anymore. So. The RGB bundle is MAPS Anabolic, MAPS Performance, MAPS Aesthetic, nine months of exercise programming, all worked out for you. you but wait, up. there's more. There's more. You enroll in the forum, which you'll get for 50% off. We will send you, for free, MAPS Anywhere. This is the MAPS program that requires no exercise equipment. It's the first time we've ever given away a MAPS program for free. Yeah, you can it's find a big deal. You can find all of this at mindpumpmedia.com. Comes with all the mods, too. If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. What was that? Oh, there he goes again. That one back. You know why? It's his go-to. Adam found... One, it's not singing, but it's one like musical. <laughs> it's type a method thing of of something with his mouth where he that found that he doesn't noises with. Yeah, he could do something now that's kind of musical that doesn't. <laughs> it's like a contribution, but <laughs> only for one thing. Yeah, and it doesn't kill children and puppies like his regular singing does. <laughs> yeah. like when he sings normally, children and puppies. Die. You do? Oh my god! That you were just this, that, uh, yeah, every that time was I when Sal said baby dies time. Oh, yeah. every time he sings. Every time he sings. Baby is born with Zika. All right. Oh, anyway, God damn it. Yeah. You know what? You you're guys need to stop me before I go too far. You're I awful. I like that. I'm so offensive. That one hurt a little bit. I'm hor- horribly offensive. You're yeah. an awful human. It's not. Uh, it's not Yet as, my favorite, though. It's That's not weird. Am I? Yeah. Thanks. One of them. There you go, Jess. Oh, oh we had to fix see? it there. Yeah. <laughs> see? Can I just make a comment? Didn't want to over compliment you. I want to give you the high. I want to bring something up real quick. We just had a great laugh over. So we just got, uh, sometimes we get mail here at Mind Pump uh, Studio, mm. and we got a box, a mysterious box. None of us opened it because it was addressed to Mr. Doug Mr. Eggie. Doug Eggie, our producer extraordinaire. Yeah, and God forbid we open it up and there's like a, you know, like a, like a rubber fist or something weird in there. So we leave it. <laughs> we don't want to look inside. Yeah, he's got like and equipment. Yeah, Doug opens quote it up. Quote, unquote, equipment. He opens it up, and it's a brand new microphone. Mind you, it's like the third one that he's bought recently. Because he needs to try out different ones and whatever. And uh, he bought one, and it sounds fucking amazing. Doug, can yeah. you can you just put your voice on this here? 
Yes, hello everyone. <laughs> Whoa. That was creepy. That was that was everything. I have to use a creepy voice when I use the mic. <laughs> it is it is it does add to it. It sounds good. It's a wonderful mic, but that's not what I want to talk about. I have Doug gets so excited. It's like when you give a yeah. child candy. Yeah. Like he was in his chair. Actually, he loved my candy, actually. You, you remember those power wheels? Pow, pow, power wheel. Like everybody wanted one, but power only wheels. the little rich kids got that. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> what Doug looked like right there. He, he, like, like, he gave me a power wheel. <laughs> <laughs> King of the road. I, yeah, wanted, yeah. I wanted a power wheel so bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, I never got one. Uh, of course, none of us. Yeah, yeah, I had rich kids. No. I got, I got a big wheel. Yeah, I got a big wheel too. Well, a big wheel. <laughs> so shout out the big yeah, wheel. Yeah, big wheels are cheap. Power wheels, you're right. Those are the rich kid toys. That's the rich kid shit. You have power. You're either you were either a power wheel kid or you were a big wheel kid. I'm a big wheel kid. Fuck man, yep, yep, my yep. friend had. But you know what? That's what? actually. I would like to see a study on this. Mm. I, I <laughs> bet you. Out of it is random study. I bet. you. I would you. like to see a study of how many women like big dicks. For <laughs> you know, I would. I would like. To, I would like 95%. to see this. I bet you that um, it builds character. I bet you those people turned out to be more successful. Yeah. The what? The ones that had the big wheel. Yes, the right. big wheel. Yeah, yeah. Power wheel people. You know, yeah, it builds character. Uh, you had maybe to work, in the you had dumpster pe- somewhere. You had, a, you had a pedal. You had a turn. Yeah. It was work, dude. That's what I want to think. Anyway, you, yeah, you want. I, I, I you, wanted to go, you want to go to the park? Like there was effort involved in that. You had a power wheel. You get yeah. in. You push the button. You step on the gas. Mm. You go. That's not anybody. Lazy can do ass. It. Yeah, lazy ass kids. Do that's that. why that's I car. Like, that's why when I was a kid, I carjacked a kid with a freaking power wheel. Lazy kid. <laughs> there you go. You rolled yeah. up on your big Kick wheel. I rolled up on my big wheel. Excuse me. Do you have any gray coupon? And then sliding in front of him. Power slide in front of him. Yeah, I had a rock. Hey, you kid. Give me your power wheel. I'll throw this rock at your face. And I took it. it I didn't care that it was steal your chocolate milk. I didn't care that bitch. it was a Barbie Ferrari. It was a fucking power wheel. I was gonna take that thing and drive that yeah, motherfucker you, around. You didn't care that you were twenty seven and she was still seven. <laughs> hey kid, it's just me, the fact that you have one. I always wanted one. I'm gonna listen, put you down. Listen here, you little bitch. Get out of there. <laughs> yeah, you're cruising too high in life right now. They made those things in four wheel drive too. They did. Yeah. They made like a little Jeep. They had like a little Mercedes. Like, oh, oh they got all Escalades. Yeah. They got all kinds of cool shit now. Fuck. Yeah, did dude. any of you, did any of you guys ever have like a legit, uh, uh, like a, what is it called? A go-kart or a, uh, the little motorcycles, mini bikes? My, you guys ever have that? Uh, My dad had like a Honda 90 and I oh, crashed really? on it. Yeah. You, of course you did. Yeah. It was fun. My uncle had the, the little, the little go-kart, the ones that went like 60 miles an hour that were like two inches off the ground, like <laughs> super low and he was to take it out of the track. Uh, I used to love actually driving that thing around. It was scary as fuck though as a kid. When you're a kid, 60 miles an hour, like two inches off the ground, feels like 200 miles oh, yeah, an hour. I, I disagree with you. It's scary as an adult. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah going 60 miles an hour in a little Yeah, thing. no, it, it really is. So I, I have some, it had a couple times where I crap. I mean, you don't, uh, you're, you're, you just spin out really. You know what I'm saying? It's all, it's not impossible because I have almost done this. It's, but it's, uh, it's close to impossible to flip those things. They're so close to the ground, you know. But being such a tiny little kid when that was going on, it, you could, you know. I had the little, I had the little fifty, the little fifty, I had uh, you one know, of mini, mini, mini dirt bike. Nice, yeah. And uh, I actually had, you know, that became popular. I had that as an adult. So that became popular. Oh, yeah, you see those fat guys on it. Well, uh, like, you know, like you remember when the monkey on the <laughs> you remember when gorilla when, when the, the, the the jackass jackass trend came when jackass first came around. So that those it was really popular around that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to take fifties and so we, you we would buy a fifty and then we'd probably put about fifteen hundred dollars or two grand into it and upgrade. So you you upgrade the suspension, the handlebars. The exhaust, you make it a little bit faster, more powerful, and actually can fit a 200 pound man on it. We used to have, I actually just, my buddy just sold his shit maybe two years ago. We had, really? Uh huh. Yeah. You, you don't look silly at all driving that. Yeah, around. it's pretty funny. Yeah, I was, yeah. Uh, how old was I when I was driving mine around? 13, maybe 12, 13, driving that thing around. I was getting mm-hmm. all the girls. <laughs> like, yeah, check out my bike. No, I thought I was a badass on that thing until I tried to do a wheelie. 
And uh, that was my last time ever writing one of those. Ooh, yeah. Yep. Isn't it funny? I didn't fall. I almost fell. Isn't it funny how like, they're... I've never done that again. As a, kid, yeah. as a kid, especially as a boy, right, who, who did sports or rode bikes and dirt bikes and things like that and ramps and jumps... Like, I don't know how many times I've crashed. Like, I've crashed a million times, right? But there's there's always, like, a, a handful of times where, oh, that one time, you know? Like, mm-hmm. the worst time you ever fell, your nuts on the on the, the bar. Oh, dude, I got a bo- story. All right? See, I knew it. Like, yeah. there's always... Oh, there's the always, endo. Or yeah, the, yeah. yeah, there was that one time, though. You know what I'm saying? That, yeah. Where you just you slipped just off the seat. Shit. Full Completely. speed. Yes, and just... Dude, that's exactly... I went down... So, there's these foothills by where I grew up. And we used to always ride our bikes up there because it was, it was fucking awesome. You go up, there's no adults. So you could do whatever you want, mm-hmm. you know, and there were like all these dirt, uh, like little paths going down the hill and you could jump or whatever. And if you had the, if you were ballsy enough, you go down some of these real steep ones and go real quick. So I was probably, I wasn't that young. I must've been like 15 and, uh, I, I'm zooming down one of them because my cousins kind of dared me and I slipped off the seat. And so I rode the fucking trail all the way down going hella fast on the sitting on the freaking middle bar mm. like just go, 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 go. And oh, I, had, like, I couldn't oh. get my feet like to, to stop and i'm trying to hit the brakes and just Ouch. yeah so that's why i have one testicle now yeah that's why you wear a maxi pack. <laughs> i remember oh, i remember being a kid when uh back before these front, these, front these uh razors and stuff with this generation is all cool you know we had like the full-size scooters when we were a kid right oh you know, those, right? that's a real scooter yeah right yeah, but, what the hell's a razor so i yeah i don't know what that's and i was all into uh hurts my ankles you know <laughs> bunny hopping it right all the time and shit and I remember, i had an actual tire on it yeah yeah yeah, actually, yeah yeah like a real tire on it and so i remember uh showing off for like the local girl down the count that lived down the street you know and i was yeah. full speed she was at she was sitting down there like, was she was Kelly. sitting on the grass and i'm yeah. like coming full speed Kelly and Kapowski and, yeah, right. <laughs> and i'm gonna bunny hop the curb right up in front of her and stuff like that and i totally did not get it up high enough and just fucking front did you really front tire right into the curb over the top of the handlebars oh. skinned up both <laughs> knees like forehead that's so Every- funny this must be an epidemic for boys <laughs> i swear to god because that happened to me <laughs> yeah. i was uh, visiting my grandma and i just remember like down the street it was like this little hot girl that i would just always try Trying to impress, and so I was riding my bike and doing that whole thing, dude. And like, uh, she was outside, and I'm like totally distracted. And I'm looking at her, I'm just like, you know, like trying to look cool. Like I, I had, I didn't have the balls to talk to her or anything, you know. I was just like dry, doing the drive by, you know. I'm just like, eh, you know, <laughs> and then I crashed right into this like bush, and I totally flipped like over my handlebars and everything, and landed like on my back. <laughs> I got out, and I had all this shit all over me, and I'm like picking it off. Me and she's like, oh my god! Like, I was so embarrassed. Like, jump on my bike and I like sped off. Really quick. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to point out though that this is, uh, you know, somebody could be listening to this and they're getting scared, especially if you're a young kid, like and detouring you from ever, like, oh my god, see, this is why I never go up and talk to these girls or why I don't ever do shit like that. But no, you know, it still works out to your benefit. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure I got they the feel chicks. bad for you. Yeah, I think she yeah. was the one who actually helped clean me up and like mm-hmm. told me it was gonna be okay when I was crying and like, don't worry, your mom's it's a gonna solid be here. Move. Yeah, no. Yeah. I'd, now I'd, some some dude's gonna be listening to this and like he's gonna like purposely trip but then like break his arm. <laughs> <laughs> it, oh, oh, oh god! Yeah. I, my cousin, one time was on on. Uh, we were on our mountain bikes, and he was trying to show off because I was much less of a daredevil uh, than most of my friends. So he was always like, "Oh, check this out!" So he goes to jump, and we had like shitty bikes. You know what I mean? Like a Huffy from wherever. It was not even. It wasn't like a good bike. So he goes to jump a speed bump, 
and he pulls up on the handlebars and the handlebars come off <laughs> the bike. <laughs> but, oh, no. but the best part was he, he, he fucking stuck it. No way. Yeah, so he's riding. Oh, as a champion. He's riding, but he has no way of steering. And so the <laughs> and so the, the tire was like it was like aiming towards the curb. So he's just like, oh shit. Oh, so he no. fucking bailed he and jumps it. off and he cut himself and had a bunch of stitches. Yeah. And then afterwards we realized like you still could have hit the brakes. The brakes are still attached. <laughs> You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Damn it. But yeah, he pulled out the fucking, it looked like a cartoon, like, oh. But he went for a little distance. I'm like, we're all like sitting around like, what's he do now? Dude, the worst was like the, the banana board accidents that I had. The, that one like oh, messed was me that up the, the worst. Was banana that the, board? What do you mean? The it's long, like a skateboard. The long skate. Oh, okay. It wasn't even that long. It was just really narrow. You know, oh, and okay. it was like I skinny. Know. Yeah, yeah and I those used are to, actually making a comeback right now. Really? That's really popular. They're, they're the I small think people just cru- the small, they just no, no, cruise no, no, on. It's right? a longboard. Oh, okay. He's talking about I'm a banana talking about board. The skinny they're ones. just narrow, super yeah. narrow. What the fuck do you do with that? Thing? I know. That's Dude, actually. I used to bomb like what you would do is you would go right down the like the steepest hill you could possibly go, and you <laughs> dare each other to like who could like stay on the longest. And I would, <laughs> you would get the speed wobbles, dude. Once oh you get the speed God. wobbles, like, oh, there's and nothing scarier than the speed and, wobbles, dude, bro. My knees have never recovered since. Like I really? have, like just like scars all over the place from that. Did you have you ever broke a bone, Justin? Uh, a bunch of times. Really? Yeah, I broke my right arm twice in the same year. Wow. Yeah. You know, I actually that's how crazy I was. Never broken a bone. Never had stitches. Really? Yeah. Wow. In fact, my ACL MCL tear was the first surgery anything ever had got happened to me. Wow! And, and, and it blows my mind. So I think I've had the least then because I've had I have had shoulder surgery, but not because of anything was torn. It was just uh, osteoarthritis on my AC joint, and it was a little separated. But no, I've never. I mean, I've dislocated my kneecap, but nothing tore. So you never broken, never stitches. Oh no, I have. I've had stitches. I have on my head. Yeah, yeah, I've had uh-huh. stitches. Yeah, I've, never had, I've never had stitches. Never had anything. Yeah, I've had no concussions. Broken. I've had, dude. I, <laughs> I jumped off of this retaining wall, and landed on a huge My, I think nail. No one would ever guess this here, bro. And we we better. We need to. Let me let me just say something right here. We need uh, to hurry up and make a lot of money quick <laughs> before 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 bro, Justin be CTE maniac. kicks in. Yeah. Oh, I was a maniac. Well, now I, I understand why Doug was going through all that insurance stuff, and he was. I was like, do we really have to pay for all this stuff? And he's like, <laughs> he's like beefing it up. No one, one of you dumbasses, though. You guys are gonna kill each other. I have none of those things left inside me. I yeah. use them all up. He's like, we better, we better hurry up and succeed before Justin gets Alzheimer's yeah. from all that. All <laughs> all of beat a, down. Son of a bitch. It's <laughs> all <laughs> glucose now we're so, finding anyway. Exactly. We're, we're so, so, uh, so we, you know, we've run a couple episodes on, you know, carbohydrates and sugar and how the overconsumption is, you know, uh, is probably the main culprit for the obesity epidemic. And we recently just did an, an interview with a gentleman who, I don't know when this episode is going to air, so I don't want to say too much about it, but, uh, he talks about you know being a fat adapted athlete and how he eats mostly most of his calories from fat. And one of the big uh, misconceptions people have when they eat uh, a diet that's low in carbohydrate is that they turn it into a high protein diet. And we've talked about that many many times. Mm-hmm. And in previous episodes, I remember there was an episode a while ago where I think it was a Q and A. It's an old episode where somebody asked us what we thought the next. Uh, the kind of not not big thing, but the next thing that that's going to that, demonize that they're going to demonize, and I had said protein, and, and I, debated, I debated you, and that. everybody everybody disagreed with me because protein is like this this magic macronutrient, it's the holy grail. It is, and you want to know what's mm-hmm. crazy. So what spurred me uh, to look up some more of this information was when we were over Ben Greenfield's house. He talked about the you know just in conversation he briefly brought up the longevity benefits of restricting protein intake. 
which is something I'd been familiar with. I'd knew I'd known this already, and I'd even brought up uh, on on, se- on several podcasts how high protein or too much protein intake can contribute or was likely to contribute to things like cancer or you know issues that you know uh, that affect longevity. And so this morning, uh, you know, when I came in here, I was you know me and Justin were here a little early, and so I was looking up some information, and I found uh, there's a lot of new science on protein intake. Um, and they're they're finding that uh, protein intake is closer related to longevity than uh, than almost anything else. In other words, hmm. when they restrict protein intake with animals, and they're showing now with humans that uh, that they live longer and they have much lower rates of chronic disease, inc- not not limited to, but including uh, cancer. Mm. Which is pretty crazy, and it made me think a little bit. Like, you know, when 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 vegans or vegetarians point to studies on how people who eat lots of meat, um, you know, don't live as long as they do, or you know, have you know higher rates of cancer and stuff like that. And their argument is always that it's a high fat diet. It's the fat in there, and we've proven that's not the case. That it's not the fat. Um, But it made me wonder. You know, I bet you it's because those people are eating. <clears throat> lots and lots of protein, mm. and so I did some digging, and there's oh my god, there's so many, uh, there's so many uh, studies that are coming out. In fact, excessive protein may in fact be as bad as eating too many carbohydrates. Whoa, no shit. Um, and especially in terms That's a of strong statement. Yes, check this out. Some studies show that people who get twenty percent or more of their daily calories from protein have a four hundred percent, up to a four hundred percent higher cancer rate and a 75% higher risk of mortality compared to those people who get about 10% of their calories from protein. Pretty pretty crazy numbers when you think about it. And I know everybody's quiet right now because we all eat a shit ton of protein <laughs> and everybody's scared in here. Yeah. Uh, but um, stops. Scared, it's kind of crazy, right? Yeah. Crazy it, shit. No, I would not be su- I would not be dive, surprised. Dive more into that study for me there. What's what? It's not just it wasn't just that study. This is several studies. There's another study that, that analyzed over uh, over 6,000 uh, 6800 US adults uh, 50 or over, um, who showed that uh, people with the highest uh, protein intake had far higher rates of mortality. They were four times more likely to die from cancer. This is one study uh, that was published in the March 4th, uh, 2014 in Cell Metabolism. Um, I don't know. It's crazy stuff. I mean, what do you guys think about that? Well, it's it's very fascinating. I would like to hear the controls on that, though. I would like to hear what other things. Here's the could thing: it's not just could. one study. There's like a lot of these studies coming out, and they've known uh, scientists have known now for a long time that um, restricting proteins in animals, um, you know, they live longer. And it's not low. It's not like you're you're, you're you know. Of course, there's a, there's an amount of protein you need uh, because protein is essential. Um, but uh, it's becoming pretty clear that. Uh, because this too is much this is, is not good. This is how I would look at it or what I'd be interested to see is I think where those people's caloric <clears throat> surplus or deficit or maintenance is at would would mean a lot to me. I I, I, th- I have my theories on why protein or carbs um, are ever really bad or c- could possibly be toxic or could mm-hmm. have any sort of correlation with cancer is primarily from over oversaturated with it exactly oversaturated because you overconsume already 90 percent of the time and then you're 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 pumping in a macronutrient that really has no more use because you already have more than enough of it and your 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 blood sugar your glue everything is just overloaded and it's like yeah okay well 
you know, this person is over consuming. And then on top of that, they're over consuming protein. So I could see how you could make these correlations with that. Now Hmm. flip that with somebody who lives in a caloric deficit, but runs a 75 to 80% high protein diet. I think those studies would be totally different. So that same person may from a gram to gram perspective, be having the same amount of protein. So each, let's just say, you know, per, let's just say Justin. Justin is eating a uh, hundred uh, or two hundred grams of protein. Mm-hmm. In in one scenario, he's eating two hundred grams of protein, but he's keeping his caloric intake under thirty five hundred calories. Then Justin B is consuming the same amount of protein, but his caloric intake is at five thousand calories because he's also eating lots of fat and carbohydrates along with that. Those two people, I think, will or that those two scenarios of Justin will show a huge different difference in uh the results that you're talking yeah, about very right logical now. but this there's one particular study that they i mean they controlled for things like smoking waistcoat circumference chronic conditions and the the associations weren't altered when the percentages of calories from fat or carbohydrates are considered in, uh, or excess calories or less calories in other words they controlled lots of things and they found that uh protein intake was very strongly con- strongly connected to uh issues with longevity and mm. you know what? What specific issues of longevity? What are we talking about uh, as far overall, as overall overall mortality and cancer in particular? Okay, cancer was a big one. They think part of the reason, uh, part of the, and this is now this part isn't a hundred percent connected, but this is what the scientists are saying is they think it has to do with elevated levels of IGF one, which is a type of hormone in the body, and high levels of IGF one uh, do uh, have been strongly connected to. Increased risks of cancer. Now, uh, older people. There are st- other studies that show that that older people and athletes do better with a higher protein intake. But what I th- I think the important takeaway from all this stuff and and listen, I implore. And by the way, none of this is this is not conclusive by any means. It's just lots of interesting uh, science is coming out. And and I think personally, my personal opinion is, I think they're going to come out and and eventually say, don't take supplements that are protein powder don't yeah. take all these protein but like you don't need to bombard your body with all this extra protein and if, if it's you not do, coming from a natural source not only that but if you do if you do take shit tons of protein it's not only not helping you which is what we've been saying right we've been saying that for a yeah. while now like you don't need tons of protein it's not going to benefit you but i think they're going to come out eventually and say that it's it's not good for you yeah. it's the opposite uh, I don't know. It's it's um. It's- That's interesting. I mean, I I try to like see as far as like the animal kingdom. Like you you see them going in and eating the entrails and, and going in for the guts and the organ meat and all that kind of all stuff first, like that yeah. and the fat. Uh, and that's, I mean, that's interesting to me that like just instinctually, like, you know, that's, that's in place. Like, I'm sure that, you know, a a lot of like animals benefit from that as opposed to, but you know, then again, there's the whole, like, uh, um, if you're, if, you know, if you don't have food readily available, you're just going to scarf it up and then you're going to go into yeah, yeah. At a fasted state. So if you're going into fat in and out of fasted state versus fed state. That great point because I wonder. What's uh, the difference? You're right because I wonder if, uh, uh, you know, what role fasting would put, put in that. And, and we've talked in the past, we've brought up the concept of undulating protein intake mm-hmm. and how I've even told you guys I have days where I have very low protein. I'll go on a vegan day where it's all vegetables and, and maybe some like olive oil and stuff like that and coconut. And um, I do notice um, some changes in the way I feel when I do that. And I'll include those relatively regularly. I'll do that two to four days a week, uh, excuse me, four, two to four times a month. I'll have a day where I go very low calorie, mostly vegetables, uh, very, very low protein. 
And uh, and I do that because I, I think that mimics more of you know how our bodies evolve. But I think the takeaway of some of this information that I've been reading um, is that uh, there's that the crazy amounts of protein are probably bad for you. I mean, there, we don't have any studies, long term studies on ridiculous amounts of protein. We just read who was it uh, the um, the what was that Instagram page Muscle PhD or yeah yeah where he was showing how consuming one point one was more beneficial than it was yeah or even was- or, or there was even some study of course we talked about you know the 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 whole you know Stepani issue where he was talking about how two grams of protein per pound right. of body weight showed a benefit but the study was like 12 or 16 weeks long there's not I can't find a single study that examines you know long term effects of eating the amounts of protein that uh, that the fitness industry promotes well this is the, the the stance that i have on this and it's and it's a tough one because uh, there you go is you know Anabolic or not anabolic, I think makes a big difference in this situation. Sure, yes, uh, more so than almost any in anything else that we really talk about. Like you can, like we talk about, like people ask about branch chain amino acids, glutamine, all this other shit, right? That's out there. That's important. That you know you can supplement with, and you know whether you're anabolic or not, the the, the difference that that really makes is like kind of minimal to me. Well, I just I feel like I would love to be able to just draw a line down the middle right, and just be able right. to see that you know difference. And, you know, like it's frustrating because we won't be able to see studies like that I that know. that will take people into account that are on like high amounts of anabolic you know enhancements. It would be very enlightening for the average person, so we could just be straight up about it. Like, hey, listen, I, exactly, I'm, I'm eating 1.5 grams of of protein apples to apples because not I'm I'm taking in 300 bananas. to 500 milligrams of testosterone every week, yeah. so. Why the fuck wouldn't I? Because my body can assimilate that. It could utilize that. I'm, I'm anabolic 24-7 around the window. So my body chemistry is completely different than a guy even the same size as me who is completely natural. So who body is not going to process and utilize 1.5 to 2 grams well, per pound of body I have a, I've, my, my opinion on that is this. Uh, first and foremost, if you do take... Uh, super physiological doses of anabolic hormones. Uh, first off, what does that mean? A super physiological dose would be an amount that would take you, you know, several fold at least or more of what a, any natural testosterone level, which would is reach. which is even the most mildest, you know, bodybuilder right. to- steroid cycle. Because right. even the, even the most mildest cycle anyone will ever take is. 250 milligrams which is probably. way more than replacement yeah 50, way more than replacement. 50, a, a doctor your you know my hormone therapist would tell me you know 50 milligrams every right. like 12 days or so right. is pretty adequate to keep you at a higher upper echelon of the normal testosterone exactly so if you're somebody that's already taking um you know you know hundreds of milligrams of testosterone or steroids uh, anabolic steroids uh, every week longevity probably isn't the top of your priority list. Like if you wrote your priority list of of all the things in health and fitness, muscle and performance are probably above uh, longevity because you're already taking super physiological doses of, uh, of anabolics. So that's number one. So I don't think that crowd really looks at longevity the same way somebody who is who keeps longevity as a priority. They're looking at 
nutrition more as a tool to of course have not, them but, build more muscle of course not, but yeah. i would love to see uh, the uh, the molding of the two at least a little bit because <clears throat> even being somebody who's <clears throat> a a not natural athlete i still would like to see studies on yeah. you know what is the healthiest range for me to be consuming protein right. wise, well, so i'm maximizing what i'm doing if i'm fucking around with anabolics like that I want to know: Should I be at one point five or two? Am I am I minimizing my results by not keeping it up that high, or am I? Is it a give and take? Like I sure I might be building more muscle, but then I'm putting so much stress on my liver or my heart or something else. You know right, right. So, so I, I would like to see that. Well, I, I mean, I, I mean, it's pretty safe to say that if you're anabolically enhanced, your 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 rate of protein synthesis is higher, right? So you're going to utilize protein a little bit more than the average person. So higher protein from a performance standpoint, is going to benefit you more if you're on anabolic steroids. And what do I mean by that? Well, I mean, like, if you're, if you got a 200-pound a natural athlete, they're probably not going to get any more benefit, the upper limit of benefit from protein, which has been proven time and time and time again in studies, is about 0.6 to 0.7 grams of protein per pound of body weight. And this is for a lean athlete. If you're really obese, then obviously don't go by your weight. You want to go more by, by your lean body mass. If you compare that person to a 200-pound uh, athlete that's on anabolic steroids, then they may derive performance and muscle-building benefit above that because their body is supercharged. They can utilize protein at a higher rate. Uh, but I don't. I still don't see it being 200 grams of protein. I think all these fucking idiots. Uh, and I'll I'll say that again, over and over again. If you're a uh, you know an Instagram fitness uh, idiot who promotes 200, you know, two grams of protein per pound of body weight, um, you are advocating something that's completely unnecessary and probably harmful, even if you're on anabolic steroids. Like, that's a crazy amount. I cannot see, you know, going from 0.7 grams of protein for the upper limit to going to, to three 200. To three times yeah. the amount. Yeah, I, I can't I see that I agree. being. I agree. That just sounds uh, ridiculous to me. I think what's ends, what, what's I could see. I could see double. I mean, you're double the man. Yeah, at one point five. Right? Maybe you're doubling your your testosterone level so that you're. I, but I don't even know if the math works that way. But no, we, I'm sure it doesn't. I mean, you know, it my doesn't my, my point is, way. I think a lot of the, the 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 benefit that they see and feel from that is just the extra calories. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like you're eating extra calories and your body's using that extra protein for energy. So that's why you feel so much better, especially when you're dieting. That's my favorite part. Like, oh, when I'm dieting, I need to bump up my protein to present prevent muscle loss. You know, studies actually show that when you diet, your body preserves protein a little bit better than it does when you have this surplus of calories. You probably don't need shit tons of extra protein when you're dieting. So mm -hmm. it's just interesting because our industry now, time and time and time again, has promoted the the wrong thing mm -hmm. and protein uh we know protein you need the amino acids for rebuilding and repair of your muscles and so of course the whole you know they, they take that to the next step and they think oh well you know here's something that builds muscle yeah. so why don't we just eat a, a, shit ton of a whole bunch of it and we have an entire industry could let me ask you that guys this think about this how much money do you think our industry would lose if conclusive evidence came out that showed that eating excessive protein caused cancer, not even just caused cancer, that anything, anything above that marker is pretty bad. much useless or bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. imagine. Yeah. I, I mean, most of the money that our industry makes is off well and this, powders, protein powders. This is the sad part. This yeah. is the unfortunate part because it's the same thing that we just talked about recently. What this was just this last Monday. The New York Times, right? They came out with the whole sugar article right. and talking about how you know Harvard uh, scientists that were paid back in the '60s 
to say that it was, you know, fat that was all that was causing all the disease and stuff. Right. It was had nothing to do with sugar. There's no different in our industry now because protein powders and and supplement companies dominate the information that most people receive and most even our peers, right? Most of our other podcasters, other professional bodybuilder, athlete guys and and fitness guru trainers are sponsored by fucking supplement companies. It's the number one revenue stream for most of these guys. Most all what's the irony is most all uh, of this information I've seen in, in contradiction to fasting have been from protein supplement companies. Always. Like Met, Met RX and all these other, like, I, I, I read a couple of these and I was like, get the fuck out of here. Of all, all of Who these. Who did this it's, study? It's, it's, a, it's funny because. And we're not going to see it go away because it's, I mean, these companies are growing. No, There's more of them popping up. No. It's growing faster now with social media. It's given the opportunity for the average Joe Blow to get, you know, 100,000 followers and turn around and people don't realize how easy it is to yeah. release a supplement. I mean, we could fire one up in our in our garage and have a well, supplement wanna, line by next weekend. Right. You want to think about, sure. uh, you know, protein is, okay, so carbs and fats are for energy, for energy production. Fats are superior um, for long-term sustainable energy. Carbs are great for short-term energy. So if you're like a, an endurance athlete and you need to refuel halfway through your, you know, 15 mile run or whatever. You want something fast or so carb protein is used for repair and rebuilding and some essential functions. And so you basically want to eat enough protein to do that. Anything over that. And then you start to use protein for energy, which is not really a good source of like protein's not a good source of just turning into energy. It, it can be, it can be turned into, you know, glucose through gluconeogenesis, but it would your body would rather use carbohydrates for that or use ketones from mm-hmm. fats. So eating all this excessive protein isn't isn't really a good idea. And and like you know like we've said before that upper limit. And when I say upper limit, what I mean by that is in studies where they see a, a an extra benefit, and it's usually a small extra benefit. It's like a squeezing out of extra performance comes from that upper limit of 0.6 to 0.7 grams. Does that mean that that's what you need to hit? No, it means that you're if you're below that. And you're eating adequate amount of protein. You're eating your essential amount of protein. You're fine. And squeezing out that extra performance, you might not even notice that big of a difference for the average person. You know, we're talking about like athletes and people. Like if Adam went to go on stage, like you know, a one percent improvement in his in his uh, his appearance is going to make the can make the difference between first and second place. Mm-hmm. But to the average person listening to this podcast right so now, so many other things you need to address first, you know. That 1%, you're not even going to fucking notice. You, first of all, you're not lean enough to notice. You shouldn't yeah. be that lean to notice because if you are, you're unhealthy. Uh it doesn't matter because you're living an everyday regular life. Uh and if it does matter to you and you don't compete and you don't do all this stuff, you might want to examine your associ- your your connection and your 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 connection to exercise and food. You might have a bad relationship with the two of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, a client just asked me the other day. They said, um, you know, I know your guys' stance on protein. They're like, but, you know, what would you recommend for a protein powder if you're going to? And I said, well, you know, I would find something all natural, organic if you could. But honestly, now my and I said, that's what I would tell people in the past. But really, like the, I haven't even touched any of that stuff in almost a year now, because now my attitude is if I miss my protein intake for one day, I don't even worry about it. I just fasted that day or I'm under by 60 grams. Well, tomorrow I'll, I'll get yeah. over by 30 or 40 grams. Like I'm not really worried about a, a 24 hour clock anymore of like, oh, making sure, oh, shit, I'm only at 100 grams of protein. I still need 50 more grams. Got to take my protein shake. Got to eat my bar. Like, no, fuck it. I'm going to if I'm not hungry, I don't feel like eating that night. I'm not going to. And then tomorrow, normally where I would have eight ounces of chicken, I might have 12. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I'll tell you, I when I go so much more benefit. 
benefits to that. Then. Yep. When I did, I did a four, one 48 hour fast, uh, and I felt amazing afterwards. But then I've also done, like I said, I've done vegan days where I'll have, I mean, honest to God, grand total of maybe 70 grams of protein, which for me is quite low compared to how I normally eat. Um, at most, right? And it's a vegan day. So it's just like cooked vegetables and, you know, I'll, I'll cover them with olive oil or I'll cook with coconut oil or whatever. And when I go back to eating my regular protein, I almost, and I, I, you know, I hate to give anecdote because it's my own personal experience, but I swear to God, it feels anabolic. I feel anabolic from it. And there is evidence of a protein, uh, a desensitizing effect from eating too much protein too frequently to where your body becomes less efficient and effective at utilizing it for rebuild and repair well, I think because I'm flooding it, it with protein makes all the time. Sense. It, it, does. Will, it only makes sense for all n- nutrients, yeah. all macro, micronutrients. Right. I feel like when the it's just like a sponge, dude. It's like our body is like a sponge when it comes to nutrients and the water is the food and nutrients. And if it's an oversaturated sponge and you run the water through it, the water just kind of runs through the fucking sponge, well, and like even drain just all eating, that water out, then yeah. put that sponge on it. it eating sucks something it all real versus a powder. Like think about the process of that as far as your body's digestive process and like having you know the 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 proper uh, uh, amount of timing your body has to kind of go through to get all the systems to work correctly and in place and and just the amount of other nutrients you're going to get mm-hmm. from something that's coming from you know either an animal source or a source that is you know plant derived but at the same time like you got to work through it to be able to get to the nutrients and your body needs to go through that process internally you know just like you got to work through it uh when when you're doing your workout to get the benefits of weight training. Oh, there's so many things too when you're when you're not eating something processed and it's something whole real. We talked about you know digestive enzymes and we talk about fiber and things like that that your body misses out on a lot of stuff when you, you're getting it artificially. It's not the same as when you're getting it from whole foods, the process it has to go through. I was trying to explain this the other day to somebody when we think of our metabolism, you know, it's this free flowing thing. We know we can manipulate it, it can change. It's actually changing on a, on a regular basis up and down, up and down based off of our sleep, based off our hormone levels, based off of how we're consuming and eating and if we are if we're eating all this fake processed stuff it to me it's like you're you're like putting like watered down gas in your car you know what i'm saying yeah. you think your engine's gonna run sure it's gonna it's gonna run but is it gonna run as efficiently as if you were fueling it with the right fuel well, even aesthetically care of right so you can produce this amazing physique and i see all these competitors and all these people preaching to death the fact that a food is a food a calorie is a calorie you know this and that and you know, like they go through this whole process and, and their whole argument is solely based off of like how they look. Well, I look this way. So you have no argument against what I'm talking about. However, they don't describe the the feeling they feel, you know, how they wake up, their energy level. Like if they have, you know, acid reflux, if they're having like, you know, all these other signs and, and signals oh. and symptoms that they're going through by eating all this processed food. Well, you, you know, you were saying, Adam, about, you know, the, the, taking a powder and not eating it, not chewing it, not all the digestive enzymes. You know, just chewing. People don't realize that chewing <laughs> is a very important part of digestion. Yep. It, it actually is. The reason why we chew food is we're, pre-digesting digesting the food. And in our saliva, there are enzymes that are released into the food to assist in breaking it down and swallowing. In as, fact, it go, as it goes down through. Right, I, in fact, not in fact, uh, one of the easiest things you could do if you have uh, stomach issues, if you have irritable bowel sy- syndrome or especially the, 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 the diarrhea side or even the, both sides actually, the constipation and diarrhea side. If you simply, no joke, I'm not bullshitting. If you sit there and really chew your food well and swallow it, just do that by itself. 
Watch what happens. Mm-hmm. You would be surprised. You would think you might have a food intolerance. Oh, somebody wrote Sometimes whole, you just don't chew your food. Somebody wrote a whole number one seller <laughs> yeah. book on it. Like yeah. They've made a diet all the way around it. They've mm-hmm. made a diet around chewing your food like 50 times. Mm-hmm. And that's like that's it. That. that's like all they do. Like you, you eat what you normally would eat. But the only difference is every time you take a bite, you chew it 50 times. I think even Deepak Chopra or that guy or whatever, he's just like his whole <laughs> thing is about like, um, you know, being present and in, in like, you know, like slowing down as far as like when you're eating. And so you actually really taste it and you go slow through that entire process. Well, think about it. Makes logical sense. Think about it this way. Like it's for most of us because we, we scarf our food down. Right. We have a glass of water with our food and we drink while we're eating to help us swallow the food because we're not chewing it effectively. I mean, let's be honest, uh, for, for most of human evolution, I'm pretty sure if we had food, sometimes there was water, sometimes there wasn't. And if you didn't chew your food very well, you're fucked. Right. Yeah. So you oh, probably you probably sat there God, and really gr- chewed the fuck out of that's your a yeah, great. Yeah, that's yeah. a great point. Remember the last time you were sucking on a soda and chewing a burger and fries? Like you're like, bite the hamburger, throw a couple of fries in your mouth, and suck the soda to help walk. You're trying to get to it down. Yeah, time. to get it down. Like that's, <laughs> it, Tell me that's not like 60% of America. Like that's what we're, we're yeah, that's what I'm saying. What's and, happening uh, right now as we speak? Right, somebody so is when, shoveling a burger, french fries, and a somebody fucking Somebody listening soda. right now is doing that. Yeah. We're talking to you. Yeah, we are. Sorry, buddy. So when you Think of like all these like processed powdered, you know, protein powders and stuff like that. Like you're eliminating so many of these steps, uh, you know, that have to go into digestion. And all these steps are very important uh, to human health. You know, it's funny. Protein powder. I mean, I have a protein powder. I barely ever use it. You know, the reason I use it. First off, I use a quarter scoop uh, of protein powder and I use it for flavor because I have this organic you know, one that's with stevia. Every once in a while, if I have a little sweet tooth or whatever, I'll take a quarter scoop of that and I'll throw it in, you know, my my coffee in the morning and blender or something like that because I like the taste of it. But otherwise, it's funny. I've eliminated, uh, I I've eliminated most of my supplements, and I would say I was probably among the three of us. Yeah, I was gonna say that's a big deal because like you really want to make it work, right? Yeah, like you yeah. want those supplements. You like love the packaging, like the the experience it provides, 100%. like all that kind of stuff. I am not gonna lie, I yeah. I, I I am a supplement fanatic and whore. <laughs> I love I love supplements. You just watch this guy at a Fit Expo run wild. Yeah, it's, I just I just love this the 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 marketing, the science. I love the way they sell them. I love the 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 false promises as much as I know it's bullshit. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid, I was a sucker for. I mean, I had a job at the age of uh, 15, I was working, so I had money. I used to buy all kinds of shit and so, you know, and every single one promised to do something and none of them worked, but I I always bought the next one. Mm-hmm. And I was I'm probably the last one in this room to really eliminate you know 99% of my supplements. I yeah, mean, yeah. and I have. I take creatine and I take it probably twice a week uh at most. Uh I take fish oil maybe two or three days a week. Usually days I don't eat fish, I'll have a little bit of that. Maybe vitamin D in the winter I'll take a little bit, but I mean nothing. I don't take anything. I used to take shit all the time. Yeah. And the funny thing is I feel better I feel better now than I ever have. And and as I continue to go without supplements, without protein powders, without post-workout and pre-workout and all that other shit, uh, it's, it's, it's incredible. I mean, my pre-workout consists of coffee. I have Chimera coffee and that's it. Yeah. And I've never felt better. It blows me. It absolutely blows me away. And then how many messages do we get from people? Yeah. Who say that they do the same thing? So mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I tell you well, what. Well, you look at the market the same way I do, and I, I get very, I'm fascinated by. It. Like for example, I brought up the the book on, you know, somebody else hears, oh, there's this great diet, it works. You know, all you have to do is chew your food 50 times, and that, that's as far as they go. Like I instantly want to go, okay, well, 
what it's the little bit of science behind it because obviously if you wrote a right, book and right. it, millions of people bought it made a ton of money You're producing more saliva there's got, what's yeah, going on here yeah right what exactly is happening here like oh okay that makes sense but that's you know leave it to the fitness industry to take you know a good piece of it, it uh, you know advice yeah, yeah. and science we'll have like fit gum yeah, right you and know, just like, and gift i'm doing my chewing right now. gift wrap it into something and and market it and sell that shit to you i mean that really is the the formula yeah, right i i tell you what if you're if you're listening right now and you uh, take a protein powder. Try this. Try stopping. Just don't take your protein powder anymore. I'm pretty sure you get enough protein from your food. If you're, if you listen, the only people that should take a protein powder are I'm people scared. that have just started. That well, no, that have serious uh, eating issues where oh. they can't get enough. You know, like people who are recovering anorexics or where they just can't get enough food in because they can't eat. Or maybe a vegetarian. Yeah, uh, you know, I you know maybe, but for most of you listening, you know, a lot of you listening are, are interested in building muscle and getting stronger and this and that. That's a better way of saying you, a majority you, of you. Yeah, you, you probably you probably get uh, more than enough protein from food. Stop taking protein powders. Just stop. Stop it for a while. Here's what you'll notice. Uh, those of you people who are struggling with trying to get leaner will get leaner. Those of you trying to build muscle, now that you're eating more real foods uh, as a result of not taking more protein, will build more muscle. Digestion will be better. You'll feel better. And after about two or three months of doing this, you're going to realize just how uh, big of a waste of money that highly processed uh, powder you know that tastes like cookies and cream or whatever yeah. is it's a complete you know what it reminds me of when you go to buy like a supplement it's it's kind of like you know when you're a kid and you're like you saw this ad for like the sea monkeys and you buy it and you put it <laughs> in the water and you're like these are fucking what the monkeys what the fuck is this yeah. that's supplements i hate that shit <laughs> don't well, buy it anyway listen we love it's all hype. shattering your paradigm and if that happened on this episode Leave us a five star rating review on iTunes and share the damn episode. Help somebody, some help some other motherfucker out. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. Share this one. Uh, if we like your hmm. review, if we pick it, you'll win a free Mind Pump T shirt. You can find us on Instagram at Mind Pump Radio. You can find me at Mind Pump Sal, Adam at Mind Pump Adam, and Justin at Mind Thank Pump you. Justin. You're welcome. And uh, save the gym bros. Don't forget to check out all of our programs at MindPumpMedia.com. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at mindpumpmedia.com. The RGB Super Bundle includes MAPS Anabolic, MAPS Performance, and MAPS Aesthetic. Nine months of phased expert exercise programming designed by Sal, Adam, and Justin to systematically transform the way your body looks, feels, and performs. With detailed workout blueprints and over 200 videos, the RGB Super Bundle is like having Sal, Adam, and Justin as your own personal trainers, but at a fraction of the price. The RGB Super Bundle has a full 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can get it now plus other valuable free resources at mindpumpmedia.com. If you enjoy this show, please share the love by leaving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and by introducing Mind Pump to your friends and family. We thank you for your support, and until next time, this is Mind Pump.